Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Don. The most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. You should be your competition's huge problem. This is the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast with Steve Cypress and Everett Fornell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, the podcast that always does whatever it takes, takes whatever measures it has to, threatens any kind of action, not afraid to do whatever it takes to make sure that we remain the number one greatest, hugest podcast in the history of podcasting. Speaking of which, I have with me the hugest, greatest, number one of all time, greatest podcasting co-host in the history of podcasting. It's Mr. Everett Farnell. Hey, Steve, hold on a second. I, I'm just going through these 462 lawsuits that I'm filing, and I just have to find the last one real quick. So give me just a second. <laughs> The last uh, one. Okay, you, there we go. If you had that 422 lawsuits you were filing, you'd have another 422 next all, week to file. All of the, all, every one of them, the 462, they're, they're going off to the courier today with a check to be filed and to be served against the people who have annoyed me at all over the last 12 years. Yes, months. and clearly the people that, that think they understand you uh, are going to say that's because you want to win the lawsuit, or you want to get to discovery, or you want the judge to rule on something. <laughs> oh, my goodness, do you not understand? And it's a good thing you're listening to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, dear listener, because this week we're talking, of course, about Donald Trump, who is now the embattled, ready-to-be-impeached, cornered, coming out, swinging with everything he's got, Donald Trump, which means he's in his glory, which means that the Democrats and the anti-Trumpers we're not moving quickly enough on impeaching him, so we forced this whole thing to happen so he could come out swinging in true Donald Trumpian form, which means use every means possible to harass, pressure, stress out, threaten, destroy any or all of your appointments, including his most famous one that we're talking about this week, dear listener, and that's the lawsuit. Donald Trump is possibly he's certainly the one i've heard the most of the person who has filed the most lawsuits in the history of lawsuits i have never heard of anyone tell me if you if somehow someone finds someone let me know if you found someone who has filed more lawsuits against more people which in other words means for basically no reason other than to harass the crap out of them than donald trump and that's exactly now his newest tactic or by the time you're listening to this I, I just realized, I caught myself, he's probably, you know, 14 more tactics have come out. But the one we're talking about is him threatening a lawsuit against a sitting member of Congress. <laughs> <laughs> the president is still going to sue a sitting member of Congress. Yeah, that happens all the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's in the Constitution, like... Uh, like uh, Article 47, thou shall see executive officers shall sue members of Congress if he doesn't like what they say about him. 
That's the the forty eighth amendment. As soon as I heard that, I was like, yeah, no kidding. I'm, I, we've been waiting for over two years, almost three years now, for Trump to be suing people. When's the last time he sued? He's going through lawsuit withdrawal. He's like, damn, it's been years since I've sued hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people for basically no reason other than to sue them. Because who the hell likes being sued? Right. Yeah, well, it's a pain in the butt. There's no doubt about it. But but Trump doesn't care. You, it's one call to his his string of lawyers, and he just yeah, says, well, he "Sue this guy." Yeah, he he doesn't have much to, much to worry about. But the person getting sued now has to go find an attorney, has to talk to the attorney, figure out a response, pay a retainer fee for the retire for to, for the defense. Ba 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 ba. I mean, it's a big hassle. Anybody who you're telling me, dear listener, I'm in, sure everyone out there, you own a business. I'm sure you've been a party of lawsuits or threatened lawsuits or whatever. And like, unless you're an attorney, uh, nobody likes that. And even attorneys must not like that because even you got to hire an attorney. Yeah. Even the attorneys hire attorneys. Yeah. It, it's, it's Nobody uh, likes it's being absolute, sued. It's an absolute pain in the derriere. There's no, no doubt about it. But it's an incredibly effective tactic if you're trying to get somebody to especially if you're trying to get somebody to not do something that is harming you. So, for example, in the animal business, and I know that well, be and exactly. And before you get to your example, because it's a great one. Before you get to your example, I just want to make it clear to the listeners: we're not talking about suing people. We're talking about threatening to sue. People. Threatening to sue people. Suing yeah. people is a pain in the ass and whatever and blah blah blah. But the threatening to sue is the tactic we're talking about this week that Donald Trump uses it and that all business owners can use when necessary. And ever you do, we were just talking a little bit before the call, but it's not like you haven't told me before this fantastic example of how you have used this tactic over the years tremendously effectively. Well, and, and you know, I mean, I, I know people will be stunned to hear that. Uh, we Well, we were in the, everybody knows we're in the contracting business and we, we had two different contractors. We're an animal remediation contractor and we're a roofing contractor. In the animal remediation business, that was all insurance-based and or, or 99% insurance-based. So uh, I have a lot of experience in lawsuits with insurance companies, and I can guarantee you I've had more, more involvement. I've had more involvement in lawsuits, in lawsuits than probably 90% of the lawyers in America. I promise you it's not something you want to mess around with. It sucks. That said, um, and having a law degree myself, I will, uh, I will uh, concur with you because most lawyers never have nothing to do with lawsuits and courtrooms or whatever. So that's undoubtedly a true statement. So, so that said, though, um, uh, we would occasionally we worked under something called an assignment of benefits. So it's the same thing if you go to the doctor and you sign a piece of paper called an assignment of benefits. You don't even know what you're signing. You sign it. The doctor direct bills your insurance company for, their, uh, uh, for, the, for the services they provide. The insurance company pays them directly. As opposed to you paying the doctor, then, the, then you putting in a claim with your insurance company and the insurance company reimbursing you. That's, uh, uh, that's how we operated. It was unusual at the time in homeowner's insurance, property and casualty insurance, but perfectly legal. And happened all the time in car insurance and all different kinds of all different kinds of other insurances. So um, we would occasionally, though, 
have once we had a uh, once we had a, a a customer signed up, and we began to work with them, we would occasionally get a phone call from them. I uh, I heard from my my agent called me about this uh, contract that I signed. Yeah, well, it's uh, you know this or was the problem or the insurance. The, the agent said that, uh, you know, that this thing is not covered and, uh, you know, and that I should, I should cancel this contract before I end up owing you guys some money or that you guys are, are, are you're not doing things the right way or that you're some scam, you know, whatever. He would, he, they would feed them some sort of nonsense about what we were doing. So we would reassure the client, let me call your insurance, your, your guy, I'll talk to him. And then we would call the insurance agent and the conversation went almost completely like this. Hi, Mr. Insurance Agent. Yeah, this is Everett from, uh, uh, from RJG Environmental. I'm working with uh, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Lipschitz uh, out at their property. You told them that they should cancel the contract with us. Uh, 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 well, did you tell them that or not? Well, this isn't, a, this isn't a covered item. Well, that's not for you to determine. It's for an adjuster to determine. Did you tell them that they should cancel the contract with us? Well, uh, uh, this isn't something I, I, I don't feel like I should talk to you. Okay, let me explain something to you, Mr. You let me right. explain something to you, Mr. and Mrs. Agent. Um, what you're doing, and you can check with your attorney about this. What you're doing is called torturous interference with a with a contract, and it's torturous meaning that you are doing it improperly and have exposed yourself to liability for it. If they cancel that contract with me, then I'm going to sue you for uh, I'm going to sue you for torturous interference with a with a contract, and just so you know. If you don't believe me, you can contact my attorney, Mark, blah, 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 who is the attorney that our company has on retainer to handle these kind of matters with insurance companies and with people like you. So you have your choice. You can either call the company, you can either call Mr. or Mrs. Lipschitz and tell them that you have had a conversation with the adjuster and it might be a covered item and let's just go ahead and go forward with it uh, because you can see on the agreement that they're not liable for anything if... Uh, they're not liable for anything. If the insurance company doesn't pay, they're not liable for anything. Or you can keep your fingers crossed that I'm able to save the deal because if they cancel, you're going to be paying their bill. And we're not were they going even to be doing still it. on the line for all this? Did they need to hear all of this, or didn't they immediately well, I mean, what, like a right, a right, a right? What were they going to do? They they were once once I. I'm just uh, saying, how much of this I, do they have to hear before they realize your your goose is cooked? You messed with the wrong hombre. Well, I, I don't think that they needed to hear the whole thing, but I would still unload on them. And sometimes, I mean, sometimes it was two, three, four minutes. I mean, I would just unload on them until they interrupted me. And so let me ask you this. Oh, so oh, how, how often, how many times do you, how long did you have this business? Uh, just eight about. Years, nine years, something Eight like years, that. Eight, yeah, eight or nine years. So yeah. I'm guessing you had hundreds and hundreds of clients. Probably thousands, but yeah. Thousands of clients, and this happened many times, and how many times do you estimate that you use this tactic and threaten the lawsuit? I probably had to use it 15, 18 times. 15 times, and and how often did you file the lawsuit? Never. Zero, of course. (laughs) Never. (laughs) Of course. So all these anti-Trumpers or even the pro-Trumpers are out there going, oh, I know what he's doing. Oh, ah, see, he's suing the guy because he can get the discovery and a who and a ha. Will you be quiet? He's not filing the lawsuit. He is threatening the lawsuit. Pay attention to the tactic. Mm -hmm. This tactic is threatening the lawsuit. The same way in football, if you're a sports fan, football, there's something called a play-action pass. 
The tactic is the quarterback drops back, fakes a handoff, and therefore the people for one split bill a second stop rushing the quarterback because they think he's handing off, and then they realize, ah, one bill a second later that was a fake. But that one bill a second is enough to stop the momentum of the charging linebackers, and now he can throw the ball. He never, ever, ever meant to hand off. It was never a possibility. It's not an option play. He was never thinking of handing off. It was never going to hand off. If he did, there'd be no blocking for the guy. The guy would fumble the ball or get killed with the ball because there's no such thing. It's a complete pass play. It's the same thing here. There is... Trump, you, and no intention of filing this lawsuit, never going to file lawsuits, never going to happen. The threat, the threat, the head fake, the, the fake handoff, the, the, the misdirection for a magician, whatever you want to call it, that's the tactic here, and that's the tactic, dear listener. The lesson you're learning from Donald Trump this week is you can use tactics just like an athlete uses a head fake or a magician uses a misdirection by holding one hand up while the other one is reaching into his pocket that you're not looking at. This is a misdirection tactic. He's not actually looking to file lawsuits. Very extremely powerful when you're done correctly, like Everett just gave you the correct script of how to do it correctly, is to use the threat of the lawsuit, which causes the opponent to back off and stop doing the crap they're doing, and in return, what you give up is you will stop filing the lawsuit that you were doing, which, of course, you were never doing. So you get them to stop their action against you, and you stop, quote, your action against them, which, of course, you really were not going to do. That's the tactic Donald Trump uses, and he uses it so well. So the keys are, like Everett said, number one, you're in the right. That's the key. You're in the right. right. You have every right to call in a third party and enforce some kind of action. It's just like if somebody is at a Trump rally and causing some trouble, and Trump says, hey, security, get him out of here. He's in the right. He has the right to call a third party, security, and get the guy out of there. A court is a third party. You're not intending, you're not planning, you're not really ever going to use that third party, but the threat of using the third party, so some idiot clown at a rally who purposely is infiltrating the rally to cause trouble and knows that get, getting thrown out is different. It's somebody who would be arg- causing a stir in an argument in your office or something. You say, look, do I have to call security or, a, or a, a disgruntled employee that you're firing? Like, do I have to call security to escort you out of here? Like, it's a threat that you hope you don't have to follow through on, but you've got to be willing to take. You've got to be willing to make well, the threat. And, and, uh, 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 dear listener, if you do end up making this kind of threat with somebody, if you do end up uh, uh, threatening to take somebody to court over something, uh, a couple of hints. And uh, I don't want to get too far because I don't want to go into the advanced tip, but make sure that you have a legal term that most people are not going to understand. So torturous interference with a claim, most people didn't understand what that meant. But it made it sound like I knew exactly what I was talking about. And I can tell you from experience how correct you are, because when I went to law school, if the listeners don't know, I have a law degree, and in the first year of law school, one of the class we we take is called torts. And I don't even know what a tort is. So I was in law school (laughs) and going, a tort, I'm in the class called torts, what's a tort? So yeah, when you say to somebody, this is tortious interference, blah, 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 they don't, of course they don't know what you're talking about. That helps the intimidation factor. 
Right, exactly. Because they say, oh, my God, this guy knows something I don't know, and it could cost me a lot of money. And that's, uh, uh, that, that immediate, if I don't know, if I don't even know what he's talking about, then, then I absolutely have to have an attorney. This is not something that I'm going to be able to handle. And a lot of business owners yeah. use this tactic all the time. Contractors use it all the time when they're, absolutely. you know, giving an assessment of the situation. Oh, your, your, your 427 is off. It's a 37 degree angle. I'll have to take out my 42 tachometer and give it a 37 <laughs> torque adjustment. And like, oh, okay, I'll pay you the money. <laughs> Like, that's exactly what we're talking about here. Everett is yeah. suggesting you use these terms that intimidates people and lets them know they don't, they're, they're out of their league dealing with you, and they just need to do what you say. Right, exactly. Now, that said, that's getting close to the advanced tip, but the advanced tip is much more powerful. It's a little leap in, in movement, but it's a huge leap in effectiveness. So where can they get the advanced tip, Steve? As always, they know they're going over to lessons learned from DonaldTrump.com. It's as simple as that, folks. You're on the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. We give you a basic tip every week. You have some fun. You learn something. If you implement it in your business, you make some money with it. You have less stress. You have a better life. But the action takers, the real hungry, forward-thinking, aggressive business owners that really want to make a quantum leap, Always go over to Lessons Learned from DonaldTrump.com. That's where you get the advanced tip of the week. Put that into place and take your business into the stratosphere of Trumpian proportions, I might say. And with that, we will bid you adieu for this week, and we welcome you back here next week for another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump Podcast. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure to go listen to the rest of the episodes and get our advanced tip of the week by going to lessons learned from DonaldTrump.com. And join us next time, unless you like being a loser. Some people do. Trust me.